Welcome to Inside the Markets with John McLeod. Each program, we will bring you insights from top leaders in business, real estate, politics, and more, with the hope that experiences will provide you with the knowledge and understanding to help make your path to success a smooth one. All right, welcome to another edition of Inside Leadership. We're here today with Aaron Kaufman, who's with Keller Williams up in Atlanta. Aaron, tell us just a, a quick little bit about yourself before we get yeah. into the formalized interview here. Yeah, thanks, John, and thanks for having me, man. Um, I am self-titled. Uh, I'm self-titled Chief Stakeholder Evangelist for Keller Williams. So um, I was an agent at KW, became so inspired by my experience at this company and the direction of, the, of our company that you know, I decided to make profit share my one thing back in 05, uh, focused a lot on attracting uh, agents to Keller Williams, had a lot of success with that. And then I developed a class called the KW Effect from having hundreds of these conversations. And, you know, now I spend most of my time on the road teaching this class in person around KW and collecting profit share checks on the 21st of the month. And awesome. Which, by the way, for those who are going to be tuning in in a couple of days, it's right around the corner. Yep, it sure uh, is. <laughs> Awesome. So, Aaron, how did you choose real estate as your career? Yeah, it's a great question, John. You know, I think for me, uh, you know, I graduated from Emory University here in Atlanta uh, with a sociology degree and a 2.0 GPA. So that meant that I was qualified for really two career paths, be a social worker and make 35, 40K uh, a year the rest of my life or get into sales. And, you know, I'd always consider myself a natural born salesman. Um, I think my parents probably had some different adjectives to describe my talents back then, but I got into sales and, you know, I was attracted to these corporate sales jobs where there were opportunities to make tons of money. And what happened, John, was uh, I go to these sales jobs and I wake up six months, a year later, and I'd be like, oh my God, I can't see myself selling this product or service three to five years from now. So I leave that sales job, I go to another sales job. And after about a decade in sales, I had nothing to show for it but debt. And John, when you're a 30, 31-year-old entrepreneur with debt, with potential, right, you're starting to get to that, that line where you are what you are. And so I was at a point where, look, I probably had to grow up a little bit. I probably had to work on my why. Um, but honestly, what happened, John, was I was searching for something that was, that was going to inspire me, a, a product or a service that I was passionate about, that inspired me. And that's what attracted me into residential real estate, right? Because in real estate, the agent is the product. And if you're actually committed to being a great agent and you operate with a high level of integrity, you've got great customer service, great communication skills, there should be a sense of being genuine in what you're selling, John. And when you know a buyer or seller would be lucky to work with you and your team, that's a powerful feeling. And so that's what brought me into real estate was the idea that, hey, in this industry, I'm the product. And I'll just tell you this, my life changed when I realized I believed more in KW as a product and as a wealth building opportunity than I ever did as myself as a real estate agent. And so that's where I am today. I've always just been following my passion. And uh, when I find something that I believe in more, that's when I go all in. And I always joke with people, John, I say, you know, there's a title of a book I'm probably never going to write. And it's called All or Nothing, The ADHDers Guide to the Universe. And when you're ADHD, you and I are cut for that from that same cloth, my friend. Exactly. It's a, very similar going from sales to sales to sales until you finally hit that one that, hey, I want to get up in the morning and exactly. do this and change life. So it's that's awesome. Well, John, awesome. they call it a, they call it a cold shower job, right? You don't get out of the shower until the shower gets cold, right? Because yep. you don't want to go to work. And you know, I always talk to people about you know being ADHD. It's like 
look, it's a gift. It's a gift. The problem is, is that when ADHD people are not inspired by what they do, then it's the drunk monkey taking over. But yep. when an ADHD person <clears throat> fired, they're unstoppable, right? It's a secret weapon. And so that's kind of what I've always been looking for was something that was going to eventually kick in this engine where it's going to you know, tap into the part of my brain that is unstoppable. And then, so that's what's happened over the last 17, 18 years is that I found the vessel um, that has inspired me to, to reach my potential. Awesome. Know? And I have a sneaking suspicion. I know the answer to the next question. <laughs> However, I'm still going to ask it. <clears throat> What's one of the best investments you've ever made, whether yeah. it was time, money, and so on? Yeah, I mean, there's no question that every cent and every second that I've invested into growing my profit share at Keller Williams has been the best investment of my entire life. And, uh, you know, look, when you're in the journey um, and people say, enjoy the journey, you're like, yeah, go jump off a cliff because you're, you know, you're, it's, it hasn't been all rainbows and unicorns. I mean, yep. profit share is a slow moving, long term wealth building machine. And so the cool thing about this, John, is that that's all behind me, right? Like I've got 17 and a half years of investing money and time in KW Profit Share. That's all behind me. The cool thing is it's like a snowball rolling downhill, right? So yep. if you build it wide, time will take it deep. So I'm very excited about where I am right now, but I'm even more excited about where this is going. And, you know, we stand on the shoulders of giants at KW and, you know, we're an open book company. I've looked at all the top profit share earners at KW, people like Jimmy and Linda McKissick, Mike Brody, Althea Osborne. These people make upwards of a, about a million dollars a year, if not more. Mm -hmm. And they all make their money off their lower levels. And so the exciting thing about the moment I'm in is that 95% of my profit share trees on my top five levels. And okay. as it grows deep, right, um, you know, it's going to be really sweet. But the thing about this, John, is that, you know, I always tell people there's no column on the profit share return on investment spreadsheet for faith, okay? You have to believe in KW. You have to believe in who we are. You have to believe mm -hmm. that every recruit is a potential lottery ticket because if you're tethered to your next check, you're going to give up before yep. you see the kind of results that I'm going to see, that I see now and that I'm going to see in the future. So, so kind of off script here, I do that yeah. quite a bit. Um, the way I see this and the way you're describing it to me is you have focused your last 17 plus years in changing other people's life by teaching them about what Keller Williams has. Absolutely. In return, they're changing your life due to your efforts and just a tiny sliver that we don't need to know the, the, the income numbers, but just yeah. out of curiosity, how many people uh, are inside of your particular profit share tree? Yeah. So I have about almost 1500 people in my tree okay. right now. Uh, I did it a hundred percent internet lead gen, John. I did, I went after predominantly brand new agents off the internet. There was something that Gary Keller said back in 2005 that sort of set my world on fire. He said, Many of the leaders of this industry five years from now, they're not in the business yet. Yep. All right. And so that kind of became my mission statement. So I actually launched a recruiting website. I started running lead gen and, and anywhere KW had an office. I sponsored about 400 brand new agents, predominantly brand new agents to KW. Now, obviously, my timing could have been a little bit better, John, because I did all of this in 05, 06, 07, <laughs> 08, 09. And, you know, I'm not saying this shit was a conspiracy against me, but it felt like it. And, uh, you know, so that was a really tough time because I had shut down my real estate business. I jumped into profit share, you know, with both feet. I had all of this success. The market hit. 
I started, you know, a lot of my agents started dropping out of the business, you mm -hmm. know, and so I was all in. And so uh, there was something Gary Keller said back then that really uh, kept me going. He said the greatest shift of wealth and opportunity are in down cycles or, or times of crisis, not up cycles. So, you know, I just kept fighting through it. And the interesting thing is this, John, um, around that time, a couple of my recruits that I had brought into KW came to me and said they wanted to learn how to recruit. And so what I started to do was I started to teach them how to recruit, but I okay. started to give them leads. I was generating internet leads, right? So I started running my profit share business like an MREA team. Okay. And so I sort of have rebuilt my tree through my recruits. And one of the guys that I brought into KW, a guy named Brent Mitchell out of Austin, Texas, he said, you know, he basically did it better than me. And so I've sponsored 400 agents to KW. Brent Mitchell has sponsored about 1,900 people to KW. And that's that's very key because yeah. we were talking earlier before we uh, before we got into the interview about an agent that uh, yeah. I have known since the early 90s. <clears throat> Unfortunately, in 2006, he passed away uh, untimely. Uh, he's got four people in his first line and four or five people in his second line. However, his profit tree is 27 pages yeah. long yep. and that's willable and so his his daughter is earning a very good income i mean yeah, upwards but... of a quarter million dollars a year from something that her father did 20 years ago when we talk about john you know success through others right and gary says you know attract people to your business that are better than you than what you do and so that's <clears throat> amazing thing about this last 11, 12 years is that for the last 11, 12 years, I have not been directly building my profit share. I've been leveraging my recruits to build it. For You've been me. teaching them how to yes. build theirs, yes. which in turn exactly. builds yours. Exactly. So, so the cool thing is, I mean, I'll just tell you the numbers. I mean, I'm not, we're an open book company. It's not a big deal, but I made, I made 85,000 last year in profit share. This year is on about a 15 to 20% increase. I expect to break through 100,000 this month. Uh, I mean, this year. Uh, Brent Mitchell, who's my recruit, made 192,000 last year. But here's the cool thing, John. We're the only two people in the top 50 earners in KW and profit share that earn all of our money off of our top levels, right? And so I think that's what we Most of the honest. people earn it deeper. Yeah, like Linda McKissick. Linda and Jimmy McKissick earned 1.4 million last year mm -hmm. combined. They've only sponsored three people between the two of them. You know, Linda has 31 on her first, but then has 10,000 people in her tree, right? So she makes all of her money off of her fifth, sixth, and seventh levels, right? Okay. So the advantage that we have, John, is that we are in a real estate company of 200,000 real estate agents who are thinking about selling real estate. And agents tend to be immediate gratification based, right? They spend money, they put time into something, they want to see immediate return. Profit share is the long game, right? And so, yeah, you know, I might have had to sponsor 400 predominantly brand new agents to get down to a handful of them that are really strong and influential. But once again, if I was tethered to my next check, I would have given up during the shift. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So yep. the cool thing is now all that effort that I put into this during the shift and post shift is now starting to have an exponential return. You know, awesome. agents that I brought to KW that survived the shift. There's some of our top agents in our company today. That's awesome. So Aaron, what's one quirk or odd thing about you that others may not know? Um, there's a lot of odd things about me. I'll just say, you know, right off the, off the top of my head, I'm, I'm deaf in one ear. So, okay. Yeah, I don't always <clears throat> tell people that. Uh, I don't always tell people I didn't hear what they had to say. 
uh, depending on the person. Um, I'm also a pescatarian. I haven't eaten beef, pork, or chicken in, in six years. And uh, I'm moving to the Caribbean. I'm going to be a pirate. That's the, probably the three things that I'll share with you right there. Good for, good for you on, on, well, yeah. on all fronts. So yeah. again, getting a little personal, I've got really bad hearing. I have yeah. hearing aids in both ears. Interesting. Uh, and that comes from playing too much rock and roll in <laughs> bands growing up <clears throat> and yeah. the whole pirate thing you know you may not know i uh, uh was a uh, boat captain i let oh, my no license way. yeah i let my license Amazing. expire because i never really used it yeah i was for the past uh, six or seven years i was transporting boats from naples all throughout the caribbean and the virgin islands amazing you know we never have never had We've never had clients on board. So that's so awesome. I have a, I have a very good friend I went to college with that was a, him and his wife were captain and first mate on a luxury catamaran based out of Tortola and BVI. And we went to go visit him, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. And he bought this piece of land on Tortola that overlooks Necker Island, which is Richard Branson's Island. And when we got to his place, we were Ah. like, this is what we're doing. Like, this is, we're moving to the Caribbean. This is the life we want to have. So uh, I always owe it to him for showing us the path to, to a life by design, because, you know, look, that's, that's all I need. I got me and my wife and uh, six figures, seven figures of passive income a year. Why not just do what we do with a better view? You know? So speaking of views, that Wahoo was caught on one of those trips. Amazing. Amazing. Anyhow, I figured to toss it up there for you. Yeah, I love it. I love it. What habit do you have that most positively affects your mindset? Yeah. Yeah, there's a great quote from Gary Keller. That's my new motto, John. And he says it best. My persistence disguises my stupidity. All right. (laughs) My persistence. And that's coming from Gary Keller. So, I mean, I always joke with people and I say, well, I might be just stupid enough to make this work. But the truth is this, John, I mean, when you talk to top achievers, I mean, they all they all basically tell you the same thing, right, that their success comes from the daily activities and being consistent and persistent with their efforts. Right. So for me, I mean, look, I, I first and foremost, I'm a lead generator. OK, mm-hmm. I mean, I consistently and persistently lead generate that activity alone has been the catalyst for building a life by design in real estate or through profit share. So, you know, my wife has been telling me for years, years, John, as I go around and sh- teach my class and, and, and coach people on, on how I do what I do. She's been telling me for years, stop going around and telling everybody what you do. And I'm like, honey, they're not going to do it. All right. I mean, I was I was selling websites, recruiting websites for agents. They were buying these websites and they still were not doing anything. Yep. With it. So, you know, look, the bottom line is I put the work in. I'm a persistent and consistent guy. And look, you know, I've spent many years in the restaurant business, many years, valet parking, waiting tables. You know, I'm a pretty simple guy. I want to, I want my money to match my, my work ethic. And when I was waiting tables or valet parking as the best freaking waiter you ever could ever imagine. One, I'm a son of a Jewish mother. Okay. So I'm coming from that place where I want people to like me and please, and be, you know, want them to be happy with me. But the other thing is I'm, I'm motivated. And when I know that the harder I work, the more money I make, that's where I find happiness. So every day I wake up and I do my lead gen, because I know that, look, if I just do what I do, Everything else is going to work its way out. It all starts with leads, period. You know, awesome. so, and being persistent and consistent with your efforts. 
Awesome. And it's probably going to flow into the next question I yeah. have for you is what bad advice do you most often hear in your profession? Hey, you know, John, that, that was a question I kind of struggled with, you know, when before you sent me these questions beforehand and I was just trying to think about, I mean, it's funny, you don't really remember the bad advice, right? You remember the good advice. And, you know, look, the only thing I'll say is this, I think one of the biggest mistakes real estate agents tend to make is that they tend to spread themselves too thin. They try to become the master of everything. They want to do you know, expired listings, FISBOs, farming, whatever. And, you know, I live by a, an amazing quote from Jerry Garcia, who was the, uh, the lead singer of The Grateful Dead. Yep. And he says it best. Don't be the best at what you do. Be the only one. And John, I'm the only one that does what I do. And You are. And in my world, we call that job security. All right. So, you know, look, there were people back in the day when I had this idea who, you know, were saying, look, dude, you're crazy. You know, what do you mean? You're going to stop selling real estate. You're going to jump into profit share with both feet where you don't know what's about to happen and you can't control your money. And yeah, they were right. They were right. It was it was a risky proposition. There was a time, John, when I was waiting tables six nights a week during the shift. And thinking, what have I done? Why am I doing this? You know what I'm saying? But the truth yep. is this. Desperation is a pretty powerful motivating tool. And sometimes, you know, you got to take a leap of faith, right? And I know we say at KW, you know, like lead with revenue and all this other stuff. I get it. Okay. But sometimes you come across an idea or a moment in your life that you believe so much in that logic doesn't play a factor. And so... I did take a leap of faith. I think most people probably would not have done what I what I did, but um, all or as nothing, evidenced by the fact you're the only one doing what you well, do. Well, exactly, exactly. And I think a lot of people that were you know giving me advice or, or counseling me probably said, "Hey, dude, don't go, don't think so big. Don't you know, start slow, ease your way into it." I you know I've never done anything half halfway. I'm either not I'm completely completely uninspired by what I do or I'm 130%, 150% all the time. So I think the advice the bad advice that I probably got were from people that didn't want me to take the risk. Um but once again, no you know the more risk sometimes the more risk you take the bigger the reward is, right? Excellent. Because other people are not willing to do it. Excellent. Yeah. So what book or books do you most often recommend and why? Yeah. Now, did I mention I'm ADHD? So yeah. Uh, and no. that you probably read three yeah. books in the past decade. Yeah. yeah. Re reading is not what I would call my strength. I'm very visual, as they okay. say. Um, but I am a homer, you know. So, I mean, anything Gary Keller when it comes to, if you're in the real estate profession, I mean, obviously, the, the millionaire real estate agent book, Shift, The One Thing. But I'm also a huge Simon Sinek fan. And, you know, a big part of my class are, are some of his concepts, like he wrote a book called Start With Why, okay? So I'm a big fan of starting, you know, that book, Start With yep. Why, or Find Your Why. But he's got a new book called The Infinite Game, John. And I think if you're at KW and you want to be purposeful about growing our company and you want to understand the big picture of what's happening in real estate and which company is fighting for the future of, of real estate professionals, right? When you understand the infinite game and understand that there's really only one real estate company playing the infinite game, it gives you a huge advantage when you want to get purposeful about, um, you know, what you want to invest in is when you understand what companies are playing that game. In, in that book, Simon Sinek refers to it as a just cause. A just cause with a it's worthy adversary, right? Absolutely. I mean, we have a couple of worthy adversaries. <clears throat> I'll tell you this, you know, people that know me know, 
you know, I'm a culture guy first and foremost before I'm a profit share guy. Um, I will tell you that, you know, the last four or five years for KW has, you know, this company has felt a little bit of pain. And I mm -hmm. think we needed to, John, because I think what happened was we went through this huge growth spurt, you know, the growth initiative. We didn't have a lot of competition. And I think we lost our just cause for, mm -hmm. for a period there. And, you know, I'm so grateful for some of these new models, revenue sharing virtual companies or other companies that are writing checks or what is happening with companies like Zillow and Redfin that are trying to turn agents into low paid functionaries is that the bottom line is I think what has happened over the last five to six years has reminded Keller Williams of what our just cause is. And I think what has happened is we're a much stronger company than we were five, six years ago because we had to be reminded of what our why was. And so I've never been more excited about the future of Keller Williams. Um, but I think this company needed to feel a little bit of pain before they were going to kind of create the kind of change that we needed to, to create to be the company we need to be for the future, you know? Excellent. <clears throat> so Aaron, last question. And yeah. knowing your self-described ADHD is maybe a tough one for you. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do to refocus? Yeah. So, you know, look, um, I have, am married to my best friend, my wife. Um, I have no kids, uh, which also gives me a lot of flexibility um, to build the life by design that I want to build. So, you know, I'm traveling a lot, I'm teaching a lot, but anytime I'm in a location that is beautiful, I try to bring my wife with me. And so uh, one of the great stories uh, from this last month was I taught 10 classes around KW last month and my birthday was April 3rd. And my wife was like, Hey, where do you want to go for your birthday? I'm like, Hey, let's go to the grand Canyon. I've never been to the grand Canyon before. So I said, but let me, before we book the trip, let me send some emails out around Phoenix and see if I can book a class. So I ended up booking a class with the Southwest region of KW. Right. Okay. So I, they paid me to do that. I flew my wife out there with me. We taught, I taught in the morning in Phoenix. And then I went to Sedona for three nights. And then I drove to, you know, we drove to the Grand Canyon one day and it was all paid for by the Southwest region. So life by us, design for us, travel, <clears throat> travel that that's our big, that's our big uh, way to reset. I mean, you know, I come home, this is my sanctuary here in Atlanta. You know, I, 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 I cherish my downtime and, you know, you know, we always say at KW, John, growth happens outside of your comfort zone, right? Or if you're not, if you're not growing, you're not, you're not changing, you're not growing. Well, you know what? I'm kind of a little bit on the other side of that. I want to get into my comfort zone. Okay. And so one of the great things about being purposeful about profit share is that I've created this passive income stream um, that is going to continue to grow over the rest of my life. And John, I am not one of these people that needs to work to live a fulfilling life. And people that know my story know that me and my wife bought five acres of land on a little island in the Caribbean called Culebra, which is off of Puerto Rico, mm -hmm. starts the Virgin Islands. Uh, we would already be building our Cat 5 rated Fortress of Solitude if it wasn't for the pandemic. But thank God we haven't started because pricing is off the charts down there. But here's the deal. When my profit share blows up, which I think in the next three to five years, it's going to take the next big jump. We're moving to the Caribbean full time. We're going to buy a bunch of land. We're going to build an animal sanctuary. We're going to save a bunch of Puerto Rican dogs, cats, goats, and donkeys. And someday I'm going to will all my profit share to that animal sanctuary. And that's awesome. 
I don't, need to make, I don't need to teach 80, 90 classes a year and stay in 80, 90 Hampton Inn and Hilton Garden Inns a year and be away from my wife 120, 30 days a year to live a fulfilling life. If I'm right. living in the Caribbean, managing, you know, running an animal sanctuary and doing all that stuff. So find, you know, I've worked my butt off for a long time. I like the idea of getting bored. I don't know what's next. There might not be an Aaron Kaufman 2.0 and that's okay. I don't, I don't I'm, I'm excited about getting bored and slowing things down, you know? Good for you. Yeah. And side note, this little yes. Wahoo right here. Yeah, I love it. It was caught 40 miles west northwest of, of your plot of land. It was oh, amazing. Just north of Fajardo, Puerto Rico is where I caught yeah, that. Yeah, so right there. Fajardo's the port that you take yep. to Calabra. Um, and, you know, <clears> I have <throat> dreams of being this, you know, salty fisherman, right? Like, I'm a city boy from Atlanta. So, I, you know, it's, there's going to be a lot of uh, l- a big learning curve there for me, you know? And maybe someday I'll wake up in the Caribbean and be like, oh, God, what am I going to do now? But you know what? That excites me, you know, because that's, that's what awesome. my, my design's about, John. It's about having the choice to do whatever you want to do. And so that's kind of what excites us. And um, Culebra is one of these just beautiful places where, you know, I think in, in this in, in this day, it's hard to feel like you can make a difference in the world because the world has got so many issues and sometimes you just become overwhelmed with it. But the cool thing about moving to 11 square mile island is you can actually make a difference, you know? Yeah. So we're excited about, you know, being an asset to this island, you know, being, uh, you know, taking care of animals there, waking up doing turtle patrol in the morning, you know, helping the babies go out to the waters and all that stuff. So, yeah, man, that's the life by design. And I owe it all to KW and Gary Keller. I mean, I, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the experiences that I had at this company in Atlanta, Georgia, in the number one region in the top 10 market center. So what I do for a living, John, is that I just try to pay it forward, man. I'm so grateful uh, for the experiences and the opportunities I've had at KW that I'm just trying to give everybody else the chance to build their own life by design as well. Awesome. Aaron, I really appreciate the time. You're obviously an inspiration to a lot of people inside our company. And thanks again for tuning into another edition of Inside Leadership. We've been chatting with Aaron Kaufman, who is the epitome of the Keller Williams effect. Aaron, thanks again. Thanks, man. Stay safe. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Inside the Markets with John McLeod. I hope you found this topic interesting. Each show, we will bring you intriguing and relevant commentary from the top experts here in our market. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to be a guest on the show, please email me at johnmcleod at kw.com. That's J-O-N-M-C-L-E-O-D at kw.com.